Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. James Clear, Atomic Habits. Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. Sis, it is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time to be well. The wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl. It's time to just stop living, it's time to be well. The wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl. It's time to just stop living, it's time to be well. Wellness, 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 the wellness homegirl. Taking your life to the next level where you're in the right place. It's time for us to stop just living. It's time for us to be well. The wellness homegirl. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to episode three. Of the wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl, the wellness homegirl. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Happy Thursday. I have an amazing topic for you today the eight pillars of wellness. And y'all, I'm so excited, excited, excited about it because this is my jam. This is what I coach people on in my wellness coaching. The eight pillars of wellness. There were seven. They just added an eighth, and I'm excited about it because I felt like we needed it anyway. I am here today to teach you about these pillars because, like I said in that quote by James Clear, this builds our identity. And the quote stated, Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. And I believe that the eight pillars of wellness make up our identity and like i said in the last episode i am going to preach atomic habits read the book read the book read the book okay so the eight pillars of wellness what are they 
They are physical, emotional, social, spiritual, environmental, occupational, intellectual, and financial. Financial is the one they just added in. It's huge and I'm so excited about it. So how was I introduced to wellness? I was introduced to wellness and mindset work in like 2018. I had just had a miscarriage. Normally, I'm that strong friend. I'm able to like bounce back pretty fast from things. And this, I just, I wasn't able to bounce back from because I was about 20 weeks along in my pregnancy. So I thought I was out of like the danger zone. But I had a miscarriage. So I just felt fat. I felt ugly. I felt, of course, less than a woman. I felt like I was a failure because I couldn't bring this pregnancy to term. And I was... I was comparing myself to other people that I seen, you know, why me? Why she gets to have a baby and she got five kids and, you know, I see some crazy stuff working at the county hospital. I'm like, this lady told me, like, she doesn't have custody of her kids or heroin addict who is actively still using and able to have a, you know, go full term with her pregnancy. So I was, I was mad and I was in a negative place. And, you know, they say the comparison is the thief of joy and my joy was gone because I was comparing my situation to others. I Google or not Googled, I was on Apple podcast and I typed in mindset because I knew my mind was not in the right place. And that's how I found Rob Dial, the mindset mentor. And just after reading books that he suggested and being in his online community and things like that, I knew that this was something that I was really interested in and that I wanted to pursue. And I know that this is needed right now because we are not living the lives that we want to live. I see people every day, you know, who are pursuing their dreams and they are able to travel and do, they were doing all the things that I wanted to do. And I'm like, why not me? Why not my friends and family? Why can't we do these things? We're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I know too many people that need GoFundMes when somebody dies. We're having to sell plasma to buy groceries. Working at the county hospital has truly shown me how behind we are as especially as minorities and how big of an educational gap there is between the rich and the poor like it's 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 crazy the things that we think are normal are not normal to everybody bathing taking your medication flossing, brushing your teeth, like these things are not normal to everybody. And coming from like a middle class home, you know, those things were normal to me, but they're not normal to everybody. There's a gap, a big educational gap that we need to close in order for us to get to where we want to be. I'm going to go over these eight pillars of wellness, what exactly they are, and how you can check in with your wellness in that particular pillar. Okay? Okay. So, like I said, I'm so excited about it because, y'all, this is my gym. Like, this is, like, when you go through the pillars, this is who you are. This is what makes you you. But there's also some ways you can get better in those areas. So, the first one is physical. Let's get physical, physical. Y'all know that song? 
I really don't either. But anyways, physical wellness is listening to and taking care of your body for optimal health and functioning. Taking care of your physical body will help you get through the stress that stress that comes with life. This is where I started my journey. I started working out, being active. I lost like 30 pounds over the past year. And you know what? It built my self-confidence. If you lack in self-confidence, I challenge you to get in the gym and get healthy and lose weight if you need to. It will change your mindset. It will build discipline. It will build good habits as well. I'm still learning because I believe that, especially in physical, some of the products and things that we use daily that affect our physical health that we are unaware of, one of the major ones being deodorant, um, and that cause like cancers and illness. So we have to be aware of what we're putting on our physical body and in our physical body as well. Here are some ways to check in with your physical wellness. Do you eat foods that are good for you? Do you stay hydrated throughout the day? Do you listen to your hunger cues? Are you able to get a good amount of sleep at least seven hours every night? It is so important, and I know a lot of us don't get enough sleep. Do you move your body on a daily basis? It is not just good for weight loss. It is good for preventing certain diseases and disorders, certain cancers. It is good for your joints and your bones and your muscles. You have to keep moving. It is good to help you poop. We don't talk about that enough. Nurses do, but it is you need to move to help your digestive system move. Are you practicing safe sex with condoms and contraception? That is a part of your physical wellness. If you are not, you need to start. Encourage your children to start or to do it too. We need to be doing that. Are you making alcohol, nicotine, and other drug choices that align with your values? Like what? Yep, we got work to do, y'all. We got work to do, but it's okay. We can do it. Do you have a habit of regularly washing your hands to prevent colds, flu, and other diseases and disorders? That is all a part of physical wellness. Stress, relieving stress. What do you do to relieve stress? I talk about stress all the time because it's so prevalent in our jobs, in our house, just everywhere. So we have to learn how to prevent stress. Secondly, emotional wellness. Emotional wellness includes your thoughts, emotions, and ability to deal with life's challenges. Life is never going to stop, guys. Never, never, never. So how do you deal with emotional wellness? Having the ability to talk with someone, or these are signs of emotional wellness, I'm sorry. The ability to talk with someone about your emotional concerns and share your feelings with others and being truly open and honest about them. This is an issue for me because I don't want to hurt people's feelings, especially people that I love and care about. So I kind of sometimes sugarcoat things and I need to stop. Like sometimes the truth hurts, but we got to do what we got to do. Feeling content most of the time. Are you able to relax? Do you feel good about who you are? This is all a part of emotional wellness. You can check in with your emotional wellness by... Seeing how do you care for yourself on a daily basis? How are you able to help others when you need it? That can help you you emotionally. 
Do you see stress as something you can learn from or something to avoid? Do you allow your ex- yourself to experience emotions just as they are? That's how you can check in on your emotional wellness. Next, we have social wellness. Some signs or social wellness is having a positive connections with friends, family, professors, coaches, supervisors, and anyone else. So pretty much having positive connections with people. Some signs of social wellness are the ability to be who you are in all situations. Can you be yourself? A sign that you need to get rid of somebody out of your life is if you feel like you are not able to be yourself. Are you able to be goofy and um, do a fake cartwheel? Because I can't do cartwheels, y'all. In the middle of the living room and that person tell you that you, you know, act like you just scored a 10 out of 10 in the Olympics. Like, does that person hype you up like that? Like, are you able to just really be yourself? Another sign of social wellness, becoming engaged engaged with others in your community, balancing social and personal time, development of assertiveness skills, not passive or aggressive ones. Y'all, that's a big one. We have to learn how to be assertive in our conversations, in our wants, in our needs, in our boundaries. We have to learn how to be assertive. Another sign of social wellness that's a big one for us, I know for me especially, continually being able to maintain and develop friendships and social networks. What? Can you do that? Are you continually making friends? Do you talk to people at restaurants? Do you talk to people at your kids' games? Just just talk to people. Do you have a supportive network of family and friends? If not, get rid of some people, go through your list of people, and if somebody got to go, they got to go. And listen, ooh, somebody's going to be mad because I know somebody's going to be like, you can't, it's family, blood is thicker than water. Listen, I don't care about none of that. If your mama's toxic, she got to go, period. Sorry, you can love her still, you can pray for her and all that stuff, but if she's toxic, she got to go. Check in with your social wellness how are you asking for help are you okay being alone are you able to communicate clearly with when dealing with conflict do you have at least one good friend you can count on you we all need somebody we can count on we are not people that were meant to be isolated so you have to have somebody you can count on Next is spiritual wellness. Signs of spiritual wellness or spiritual wellness is taking time to stop doing and start being. Spiritual wellness means participating in organized religion for some people and for others, spirituality comes from walks in nature and other reflective moments. Signs of spiritual wellness are developing a purpose in life. What is your purpose? A lot of people don't even know what their purpose are. I will tell you that all of us are meant to serve people just in different manners. I believe that that's everybody's purpose is to serve. 
having the ability to spend reflective time alone, having a clear sense of right and wrong and acting accordingly, caring and acting for the welfare of others and the environment, being able to practice forgiveness and compassion in life. How can you check in with your spiritual wellness? Do you allow yourself to have a long time? You need to be alone. I don't care if you are single, married, have kids, don't have kids, have a big family, have a small family, whatever. You need a long time. You need to be okay with being with yourself. And you need to sometimes just have that quiet time. Do you put down your phone sometimes to just be? Do you practice activities that allow you to slow down? Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And it sounds crazy, but sometimes you have to take a step back, reflect, is this really what I want? Do I really want to pursue this? Is this really me? Do I want this? Some, a lot, sometimes we're pursuing things and it's because somebody else told us we were supposed to or somebody else thought that we would be good at this. No, sometimes you have to step back and reflect on your own life so you don't get to 45, 50 and start having midlife crisis because you're living a life that is not what you want. Okay? Okay. Five, environmental wellness. Environmental wellness is creating or finding spaces where you live, work, and study that help you feel motivated to reach your goals. Some signs of environmental wellness are being aware of the limits on the earth's natural resources, recycling, not polluting the air and earth, creating home and work environments that are supportive and nurturing for yourself, for your children, creating environments of openness and honesty. Are your kids able to come tell you their true feelings for a little boy or a little girl and you not act a fool with them? Or get to, you better not. You better not be talking to no little boys. I wish you would be. Like, yeah. So what is what is that environment like? Create an environment of openness. Now, they can't just come and talk to you any kind of way. Now, no. But they should feel open to come talk to you about their feelings and emotions. You want to keep that openness, that open line of communication with your children. Give them that environment that you are willing to talk to them about those things. To check in with your environmental wellness. Is your room, your house, your apartment, whatever, is it comfortable? Is it, do you feel safe there? Do you have mementos or things that are important to you that are visible? Do you find time to explore nature? When you think about your place of residence, is it inviting is it your safe haven does it make you feel like that is your place y'all my bed is my place like I love my room so much that I'm so glad I got that king size bed it is my favorite place in the whole wide world like absolutely my favorite place so number six is occupational wellness this is having a career that is meaningful to you and to society Signs of occupational wellness include doing work that you find motivating and interesting, understanding how to balance leisure with work, working in a way that fits your personal learning style, communicating and collaborating with others, feeling inspired and challenged. 
working independently and with others, feeling good at the end of the day about the work you accomplished. Occupational wellness, I don't think that a lot of us feel like it's really a thing, but it is. One of the greatest things about being a human is that you always have options and occupational options I'm big on. As some of you know, I am currently in the process of changing jobs and within the next year, I will be out of the nursing field altogether, period. You have to be in a space where you feel fed, where you feel comfortable and if, it, if that's not the place, like I've taken a pay cut to be somewhere where I felt more comfortable or I felt that I was serving people better because if you're not happy there, it's going to show in your work. If you don't like your boss, if the environment is negative and toxic, it's just going to show in your work. No one, Nobody wants to go to a place where they feel they are not appreciated or that they are abused every day. So... Don't let those people treat you any kind of way just because they pay you. Somebody else will pay you too. Now, don't burn no bridges, but get on up out of there if it is not serving you mentally. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Check in with your occupational wellness. What's your balance between work and relaxation? Do you have a balance? Are you on a call all the time? Are people calling you all the time asking you how to do stuff? Um, are you thinking about a major or a new job that will find that you will find more interesting and meaningful? What opportunities do you want to take advantage of? Those are all ways to check in with your occupational wellness. Don't settle. I will say that with occupational wellness. Don't settle. Sometimes you got you have to get uncomfortable. Y'all, I said this, I believe in episode one. Breakthrough and change comes on the other side of discomfort. So sometimes you have to get uncomfortable to really get what you want and to really get your breakthrough. So don't settle on a job just because it pays well. Don't settle on a job just because of the hours. Be somewhere that really suits you. You should enjoy what you do and do what you enjoy. Period. Okay? Seven is intellectual wellness. And that is being open to new ideas, thinking critically, and finding ways to be creative. Intellectual wellness is it's a little tricky. As I know people are, we get stuck in our ways. So seeing things from other people's point of view can be hard, especially when we get to talking about politics and things like that. But I will say this, people are going to agree with things that they grew up with if you grew up a republican you grew up and your mom said xyz all the time you're going to grow up thinking those things so you're going to relate to those things because that's the environment you grew up in so don't always be so quick to judge people based off of their political party or their 
their values or what they think are their values because it's just how they grew up. Just like the way you grew up is how you grew up. And so you have a lot of those things instilled in you. But also with intellectual wellness, you do need to develop your own ideas, views, and opinions. Be a critical thinker. These are signs of being intellectually well. Be aware of who you are and what you value. You can't go based off what your mom and daddy and all them thought. It's the new day and age. You have to, you know, think for yourself. To check in with your intellectual wellness. Are you excited to learn? Do you want to learn new things? Have you read a good book or listened to good music or a good podcast lately? Wellness homegirl, of course, but there are others. How how comfortable do you think you feel with asking people for help? That's another, like, that's come up multiple times because I think people don't, we don't want to ask people for help, but that's actually a sign of intellectual wellness. That's a sign of being smart is being able to ask for help when you need it. Okay? Okay. The last pillar of wellness is financial wellness. And I believe a lot of us struggle with this because once again, just how we grew up, we weren't we didn't talk about money. It was like a taboo thing. You don't ask people how much they make or how much they pay for their mortgage or, you know, you don't ask people stuff like that, but we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Financial wellness is managing your money for today and the future. Some signs of financial wellness include donating, if you're able to, learning not to let money be the driving force of your life, thinking long-term, setting up savings accounts, stocks, bonds, life insurance, uh, IRAs, all those things, not living beyond your means. I think that's a lot of our problems. Society has told us we need Gucci bags and Louis Vuitton bags and J's and this and that. Learning about debt and how to manage it. Building good credit. They need to teach this in in high school, I think. Listen, because credit is everything, you know? Thinking long-term. Oh, I said that. Sorry. <laughs> Learning how to manage your money and establishing a personal budget. That is so big. I am horrible at setting up a budget. I just, I don't know. I'm just horrible at it. I haven't found a system that truly works for me, but there are so many budgeting systems out there. You can do like the envelope method or there's notebooks or there's workbooks. There's so many things out there, planners for budgeting. Check in with your financial wellness. How does money impact your emotional wellness? It's crazy. Like, it really does. I know for me it does. If I'm broke, I got a whole attitude, period. I'm not, don't talk to me. I don't want to go nowhere, nothing. I have an attitude if I am broke. So, money, financial wellness does affect your emotional wellness. Because if you don't have the money to get your kids formula or get your kids school supplies or their sports uniform, it's going to affect you emotionally, so they go kind of go hand in hand. 
check in with your financial wellness. Do you have spending money saved up? Do you have a savings account? Do you make enough money to pay your bills? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Do you know how to manage your money so you don't have As always, y'all? I would love to, to hear owe from you. anybody later. You Do you know to how to manage money so that you don't have to if you have all this credit card debt? Experts in certain areas. It's all a, or a, text. a part of your identity. These eight pillars of wellness. Physical, emotional, social, spiritual, environmental, occupational, intellectual, and financial wellness make us who we are. Or shoot me a DM. Here's my challenge for you this week. And it's not really a challenge. But I want you to take a look at your life. Grade yourself on these eight pillars of wellness. Score yourself zero to ten. Zero being I have no idea about these finances. I don't know anything what? about budgeting, anything about just my financial wellness. I don't even know what my credit score is. Really I don't know anything at all. Zero. Really like, yes, to 10, I, I am an expert. I excel in this area. And see where you where you are. So the max is going to be 80 points so, and the lowest will be zero. Just see where you are between zero and 80. If you're on the higher end, you, you might be all right. You might have done a little bit of work on yourself. But if you're on the lower end, you still have work to do. And I say everybody still has work to do because you can never know too much. You can never learn too much. And you can always do something different, do something new to grow yourself. So, like I said, take a look at your life. Score yourself from 0 to 10. And on those areas where you feel like you score low, Come up with a plan for those areas. So if you score yourself low, and be honest with yourself, I'm not going to see it. You're the only one that's going to see it. If you score low in spiritual wellness, what are you going to do to change that? You can make time to read your Bible every day or have a prayer hour or a prayer 10 minutes or whatever it is. You can do little things Little things make big differences in the long run. You just keep adding on to it. Once you master something, then add something else on. Once you master those two things, then add something else on. So whatever you score low in, do something small to increase yourself in that area, to bring increase in your life in that area, okay? Okay, so... Happy, happy Thursday, y'all. Y'all have a great one, and y'all will hear from me next time.